Raf. Shut up. I'm listening to Zdenek's English podcast. You're listening to Zdenek's English podcast. By far the greatest English podcast on earth for English learners since sliced bread. My name is Zdenek and I'm your host. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Zdenek speaking. Zdenek of the Zdenek's English podcast. Do you still remember me? I don't record as many podcasts as I used to, but I'm back and also back with a guest that has been on this podcast before a few times. Hi, welcome back, Chris. Xin chào. Hello. Are you going to speak Vietnamese? Is this podcast going to be in Vietnamese? It is not. <laughs> Because I can't do that. It would be a disaster. Well, you can if I tried. You can speak much better than me though because you've been here for a while. Uh, I shamedly have been here a long time and I cannot speak very much Vietnamese at all. Okay. Very poor. On a scale on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate your Vietnamese? Uh, minus 1. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be on the scale. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, good to have you back. So the first one we did was about one one year ago. Do you still remember it? I do remember it. Actually, well, as we're walking down the beach towards where we well, we're actually walking down the beach towards where we did the first podcast, which was over there, right? Right, I agree, but that's not part of the plan. It's just sort of happened by accident. It's weird, isn't it, how things work, work yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, there's a guy on a motorbike on the beach at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So just to describe the the atmosphere here, so we're walking along the beach in Da Nang, yeah, in Da Nang city, and uh, it is uh, late February. It's the best time of year. It's it's beautiful, balmy. It's about 21, 22 degrees, perhaps. No, it's more. It's a bit more, isn't it? It's well, it's definitely shorts and t-shirt weather. Um, I'm not sweating, which is good. When you come to Vietnam, most of the time you're going to be sweating. But there's a small window of opportunity in February, which is now, where you probably won't be sweating all the time. So it's the best time to come. Yeah, I've just been... Um, attacked by the ocean. I've just been attacked by an ocean wave. But unlike Chris, I'm not really prepared for this because I've got, I've got long trousers. Oh, As Chris, Chris is having fun here, he's laughing at me. Because yeah. he's wearing shorts. I'm prepared. Well, mostly. So Chris, how have you been? Oh, that's the question. Um, not too bad, not too bad, up and down, you know, life has thrown me a few curveballs recently <laughs> and uh, I do my best to deflect them away. So, okay. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so you're spe speaking in metaphors. Yeah. yeah, I'm running away from the wave. I have to run away. Okay, my trousers are just are twice as heavy now, so thanks for that. Let's, let's, let's move up a bit more onto the dry side. Yeah, it might be a good idea. <laughs> also, as you can hear, there's, there's some music being played here live. Um, I, I can't remember the name of this song, but it's quite a... It used to be a song like 10 years ago, like a party song of summer 10 years ago. I thought it was your favorite, Danny. Uh, not really. <laughs> I think maybe it was like 15 years ago because I remember my my friend used to used to sing this to me <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> sing, sing it to sleep. <laughs> no, no, it was just like I think I don't know. This is this is really an old one. And they're probably playing it for these uh, old expats yeah. that are that are coming here. 
every yeah. every so often. Yeah. yeah, it's getting busy now. The Mang, more and more tourists. I think. God, when we when we did our first po podcast a year ago, it was very yeah. quiet, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was. And, and at the moment, it's getting really, really busy. Um, I'd say triple the amount of people. Right. That was a big wave. <laughs> now my trousers are really heavy, Chris. <laughs> Take them off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I don't think I don't think uh, you want to see that, and neither do the listeners. Oh, wait a minute! This is a podcast. They won't be able to see that. They have to use their imagination. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think it's also because of the visa situation. It's get, it's it got it's, it has got better since we spoke last time. Yeah, now, so easy to get three months visas again now, but I believe that you have to. Uh, leave the country whilst you apply for the new visa which is a bit of a pain so yeah people can come in for three months um they used to be able to apply for a visa renewal whilst they're inside vietnam but oh, they can't really? do that anymore now Why? are you sure are you sure we used to be able to do that uh, yeah i think so yeah um, now but then i read in the newspaper yesterday that vietnam is gonna is pondering well thinking about bringing back 12 months and up to 36 month visas yeah i saw that in um in a Facebook group, yeah. So why would you bother getting a work permit and the TLC and all that, which only lasts no. for one or two years, when you can easily get a three-year multiple entry visa? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know, right? It's a bit... You never know with Vietnam. Unpredictable, right. right? Isn't it? Yeah. A bit up, up yeah. in the air. Very, very up in the air. Very unpredictable, yeah. yeah. That's all right, I guess. At least keeps keeps it interesting, doesn't it? But I would say that it gives you the impression that Vietnam perhaps doesn't really want... Hi, I'm Lukas from Slovakia and I like the Achievers Chamber because I have the opportunity to meet talkative people who are about the same level. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersthenek.com. Vietnam perhaps doesn't really want workers, they want tourists. Yeah? Why, why do you think that's the case? Because they make it very difficult for people to come here and work get a work permit so to work officially here you need to go through a process yeah. to get a work permit i have been through that process so i know yeah it's been it's been a nightmare <laughs> screaming down the phone at me no. <laughs> i i could i could make a rant about this but um no not today today is not the day so interesting yeah i think they're i think they're quite jealous of thailand thailand has like i don't know 18 million visitors yeah. Every year, every month. Really? I remember reading 18 million somewhere. Okay, so um, they're trying to figure out why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have they? Us, Jenks. <laughs> Jenks, yeah. Our mutual friend. Jenks the gardener. <laughs> you may remember him from the previous episode when Let's we did one about gardening. When you were kind of, you were his wingman. Yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a, yeah, the facade of gardening. And a, yeah, yeah. And a... Chris, why don't we go a little bit away from the... From the ways because I think it might also be too much of background noise. I don't know. It's definitely. It's very nice on the beach, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. We are, we are going into a dark area now. Entering a dark area. No, not many people here. Not many lights. Just some round boats, some coracles. Yeah. And uh, Derek and his wet trousers. Carcasses. Yeah. <laughs> My wet trousers, yeah, I think I'll be alright. I won't get sick, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, Chris, what do you want to talk about today? I mean, I just thought like we could just turn on this device and have a nice chin wag, as, well, they, as they say in the UK. AMA, ask, ask me anything. Ask me anything. <laughs> well, the thing is, I know some things about you, yeah, that cannot be revealed. <laughs> some dark secrets, or let's say things that shall be kept under wraps. So I cannot talk about that. What, yeah. what can I talk about then, Chris? That's my first question. What can, you what, what can I ask you about? What would your listeners like to know? Would they like to know about Vietnam? Would they like to know about foreigners living in Vietnam for a long time? The frustrations that we face, the pleasures we face. Yeah, it's like, um, it's kind of both, isn't it? The balance, yeah, the roller coaster. Of but you are still life. here. The, the fact, yeah. this, this, this is the proof, yeah? You're still here, which, yeah. means, which means the positives must a, be outweighing the negatives. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can be one of those as well, actually. The so-called sabotage, uh, when you sabotage yourself and yeah, self-sabotage, it's called. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard when you've been somewhere, I would say, I don't know about you, Denek, but when you've been somewhere for a number of years, it's not your home, and then you maybe you go home for a, a period of time. Yeah. It doesn't feel like home sometimes, or it feels a bit like limbo land. You're kind of yeah. in between countries. I know exactly what you mean. And at the moment, it's when I go home, I try to get home to see my, my family at least once a year, although I haven't been back yeah. for a few years now. But it's a little strange to me like, when I go back to the... Yeah, UK. because you don't feel comfortable there anymore, because yeah. everyone is looking at you as if you were an alien. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's going to be exactly the same with me. And I have been through this a few times already. And I believe it's called a reverse culture shock. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem to get any better though. I mean, the longer you stay abroad, no. the harder it is to reintegrate yes. back into your home if that's yes. what you want to do. Um, so it's a real tricky one, I think. Exactly. Um, you see, I, I've, got a, I've got a plan already to go back. I've got a ticket, actually. I booked a ticket for, you saying, for May. A one-way ticket? For May this year. What's that? A one-way ticket? It is a one-way ticket. Oh, wow. However, in my mind, I'm coming back here. Or at least yeah. to, to Southeast Asia. So well, it's, I have, I'm almost decided. I cannot see how I would stay there for a long time. I can see myself being there for another like three months, four months maximum. And then I would probably want to come back here because I would be bored, you know. I went back and forth initially quite a bit over the first three or four years. I went back six yeah. months, eight months. Well, it helps you to figure it out, doesn't it? Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe. It's like you want to see both because you kind of forget, right? So you, you, you go there to just see, oh, what am I missing then? It's human nature to, to want what you can't have, I suppose. Yeah. You miss things about Vietnam. A lot of expats complain about Vietnam when they're here, but then and they go, when they're in Vietnam, they, they talk up their home, you know, I miss this, miss that. Yeah, they go maybe, home and they're like, oh, back. I miss Vietnam. Vietnam does it this way, that way. It's a classic. Grass is always greener on the other side, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It always works. It's always true. Yeah. Well, suffocated by choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Do you think we have too much choice these days, Dennis? In our lives? Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the thing, right? So I'm getting all philosophical. I can right? also get comfortable with being in the same place and having this security, including a job security, yeah. and just living. Let's say if you are in a relationship, a long-term relationship, which I'm not anymore, unlike you. But um, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when it all starts getting the same, like, you, you, it's hard to make that step out of comfort zone some, sometimes, yeah? 
Very hard. Sometimes it's like, mm, I'm too comfortable yeah. in here, better the devil, you know, and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So... You may have what, what you call the golden handcuffs type of thing. Maybe you're, you know, yeah. you don't like where you are, but you love the person you're with. Or you don't like where you are for whatever reason, but you have a great job. Yeah. Golden handcuffs, right? You, yeah. It's, it's keeping you there, but... It's always there. a bit dodgy, right? Because... And, and, and also I'm aware that in order to grow in any way, in order to learn new skills and be at your best yeah. in terms of like you getting to know the world and you be becoming a better version of yourself. Yeah. I think you cannot do it in your comfort zone. That's true. Because you are stuck. Yeah. You're stuck in the same place. You're stuck in the rut and nothing ever changes and you get comfortable. You, you get into weird routines and habits. And yeah, I see that a lot when I go home with my friends. They're very comfortable. Nice houses, nice jobs on the whole, not all of them, but a lot of them, and yeah. family as well. And, and they're kind of bored, they're kind of listless, they're missing like exactly. something. But I don't know, again, is, it, is there anything wrong with being comfortable? Uh, do we always have to be growing? I don't know. I mean, no, I'm just... How I, do we get the balance? Good question. It's all very philosophical, but yeah. like looking at it myself, like basically, uh, I'm just, I, I get unhappy when I'm somewhere for a long time. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not good at... I can be very, I can be loyal, right, I, and all that. I, I have never been fired from a job, or you know, like I have usually stayed at a at a at a place where I worked for a longer time. It's not that I left after a few months. That's Hasn't good. really happened to me much. I don't know how much loyalty is rewarded here in Vietnam. It seems to be quite a place where <laughs> people jump ship for small reasons. But yeah. Um, but but <laughs> just to finish my point, like, at the same time, I just. I just, I can get to a point when it's like, I'm not motivated anymore, I burn out, and if I don't do anything else, like anything really, I'm, I feel like I'm dying inside or something, you know? Yeah. So you're one of those personalities, you need to have, you know, challenges all the time and then... No, not all the time, that's the thing. And, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like a hybrid or something, okay. I'm a bit, a bit of both, right? So. Part electric, part diesel. Yeah, I can get comfortable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can get comfortable in one place, and I, I can see the benefits of it. And whether it's a relationship or, or workplace or yeah. country you live in, or but then the longer I stay there, the more sort of lazy I get. The lazier I get, and the, the, the less I, I'm, I'm, I'm improving myself, and the less I'm growing as a person. That's the way I see it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit weird. I think that we can perhaps overthink these things as well, though. Yeah, um, definitely. You're an intelligent person, and, and unfortunately, it's almost a curse, the overthinking. Yeah, um, does, does it happen to you ever? Yeah, very much so. But you're an introvert, right? It happens. Very, intro, intro, yeah, introverts yeah. are very you're guilty of this, right? It's very a much guilty so, pleasure. Yeah. Although, <laughs> I realize it, so I try to put it into perspective. Like, yeah? Uh, but it's, it's, it's kind of my nature, so yeah. I, Is I, it? I do overthink for sure. Okay, so, um, so how do you know? Like when, basically, the, the, the second you realize that you're overthinking, I feel like that's that's like the first step of, of overcoming yeah. it, right? It's like your minor victory. So when, when when does the point come, and how do you know? I think you need to take some action. At, so, at some point, you just need to take any kind of action. Any kind of action. So like normally you'll feel better, and you and then you'll look back instantly and say, "I can't believe I thought about that for so long." Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true, right? For example, I still can't drive a motor. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry for swearing. Uh, a fracking 
I still can't, can't drive a fracking motorbike because I, I just keep booking Grab, which is cheap and reliable and comfortable, but yeah. I haven't learned how to drive. There's not much to learn. I mean, well, neither have the Vietnamese, if I'm honest. I mean, I, if I look around, I can't see anyone who looks like they know what they're doing. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's still still one of those things like that I cannot... It's like, I, I need to pluck up... It's, it's weird, it's weird to call it courage, but like, I, I lack courage, basically, to make that step. Uh, and it's it's a bit of like being too comfortable as well. It's not only about courage. Don't overthink it. Get on yeah. that. Get on that saddle. And <laughs> get on the road. Yeah. I'll, bring yes. my, I'll bring my bike over tomorrow. And and, and see you in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words, ladies and gentlemen. I hopefully I will be able to publish this episode before that happens. We should do a, po a poll on your podcast. Yeah, should yeah. should Denek ride a motorbike uh, yeah. in Vietnam? Yes yeah. or no? They're probably all gonna say yes because they know I would have to record something about it. Then. That's the thing. Like whenever I change place or location or something happens in my life that is exciting, that that's when I also have this. Um, I get I get into the zone when it comes to recording stuff and being creative yeah. and it gives you that kind of push to yeah, know. sort of opens my mind more, and I, I'm I'm ready to to talk as well. Yeah. It's like well, when I came here, right? So obviously I knew no one. You were one of the first people I met. But in order to survive in a new place and in order to feel comfortable, you have to create some sort of circle of friends or what shall I call it? You know, like social. What do you call it? Like a social, social circle. Social expand, circle. Create, expand your yeah, social yeah. circle. Yeah. Exactly. And and and, 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 uh, the, and then back then you don't think about it, right? You just like do it, but naturally. Yeah. But now, like, it's different now. So I do know a few people. And when I'm trying to meet new people, it feels awkward. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you have your... I suppose as you get older, you know what you like and you don't like a bit more. So you're a bit more fussy about... A bit less tolerant maybe as well. Yeah, but, but the, my point is, like, because I've been here for so long, you're right. But yeah. it's also about me, like, right. not being so open-minded. Sure. And me yeah. being more fussy. Because when I'm in a new place... I don't know, it's like, how, 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 to, how to explain it? I'm like, I'm more open-minded, basically. Oh my goodness. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah, yeah. Why are we going, why are we going deeper into the ocean, Chris? Honestly, I don't even know if this will be... Tenex and the Sea podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit like that. I don't even know if this will be listenable, to be honest, and audible. Anyway, let's go back. Let's head, let's head back. A beautiful, uh, a beautiful white noise behind us is the ocean, of course. Yeah, if, yeah. If oh. People are still wondering what that noise yeah, is. Yeah, after, after eight, 20 minutes of listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not a Dutch USB card, memory card. It is the ocean. <laughs> oh. It's nice though, it's great to get out in the evening time. Actually, yeah. I haven't been on the beach walk for a long time. It, except, except the wet pants, but yeah, it, could, it, could also, it could always be worse. Even you, with your shorts. Riding, riding high here, the ocean. Can you imagine, listeners, his shorts, which are above his knee, obviously, they are wet. Can you imagine my trousers, which cover my ankles? <laughs> 
Yeah. I feel like I weigh 100 kilos right now. It's, it's, it's what you weigh, right? You're like a tall, tall guy. Like, you oh, weigh 100? Or? I'm about 92, 93. I hover around. See that? That's what, that's what I was at when I came here. Wow. Then I lost like six kilos within one month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you lose weight rapidly here. Yeah. It's just Either. such a different lifestyle. All these beach walks. No, Not only that, but yeah. the food mainly. It's that, uh, well, you you hooked up with the girl from the vegetarian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I that's, tr that's true. But I was kind of eating that kind of stuff even before I hooked up with her, so. Maybe it was the food, maybe it was something else, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you mean now, but honestly, honestly, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, as I said, we have broken up. I haven't really talked about this on the podcast, you know. But yeah, um, I'm on the rebound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, best place probably to be on the rebound as well. Um, yeah. Do you mean as, as like um, driving a motorbike or... Are you, are you talking about a relationship now or driving? Um, well, I, I, relationship, I think, for you know, a handsome, tall fellow like yourself, Vietnam, <laughs> you are a prize. <laughs> yeah, but you know how it is sometimes, yeah? yeah. Sometimes it's difficult to move on. Mindset, you've got to... Yeah, I've got some issues. Don't overthink it. Go no, on. I... I, I <laughs> yeah, we, here, here we go again, yeah? Overthinking it. I don't know how about you, but I just, I'm not one of those people who can easily like get over it. And I, I can be with someone else, but like I feel nothing. And then it, feel, it feels completely pointless to be with that person. And I only end up breaking someone's heart. Yeah. And I don't like that. It takes time. I think one day you'll wake up in a month or two and you'll be like, I didn't think about her all of, all of today. And then it'd be like a week will go by and be like, oh, I didn't think about her for the whole week. And a yeah. month will go by and be like, I've pretty much forgotten about it, totally. And that's the point where you'll be, okay. I'm, I'm Basically, this is a place of a lot of opportunities. We, we said it on the, on the last episode, right? So we, like European people in, in Vietnam, not yeah. only European people, but if you are from the USA or any place in the West, really, then yeah, yeah, you, yeah, it's yeah. Like opposite attract, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's a little bit like that. Nature's right? way of balancing out the gene pool, perhaps. I don't know. No, some, something like that. Yeah, you have to find a way to explain it, right? But sometimes it feels like almost unfair, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never been to. Uh, obviously, you're from the Czech Republic. Yeah. I've never been there, but I understand the girls there. They like quite like tall, tanned men, like Italian or. Of course, Spanish. yeah, exactly. So it's the opposite, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Vietnam and Asia, they tend to like the paler check, check men. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. Being kind of like so this is, this is my chance for the first time in my life to see what it's like to have the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. Because I, I was always wondering why the girls in the Czech Republic, they're always like after these, as you said, like tall, dark, dark-skinned guys. I never understood it. Also, like Brits as well. That's true. Americans and Brits. Oh, really? I think it's the language as well. Like the language is, it can be quite attractive for people. The, the accent and all that, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe for the, the local girls, it could be the fact that I speak English. I don't know what it is, but 
You're multi multilingual. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess it's the main thing is it's different because. I think anything that is a little bit different can be attractive, right? It's exotic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, you can't deny that it's just nature, I think, trying to balance things out, I guess. <laughs> go back to my theory of man of, man of science, so I go back to my, yeah, yeah. my crude biological point of <laughs> nature balancing things out, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but it's a nice place, I have to say. Well, I was really surprised, Chris, here. Yeah? I was getting ready, getting myself ready mentally for this rainy season, so-called rainy season. Oh, but there was no rain. There was almost, there was barely, barely yeah. any rain. Well, yeah, El Nino year, I believe. Um, or was what it happens? La Nina? I forget. But uh, one of those. Um, <laughs> it's some sort of the shift in the climate every three or four years. So oh, really? Next. So that means that. Apparently this, this summer is going to be very hot, like oh. mid 40s to late oh, 40s, yeah, yeah. very hot, and it's going to, it has been dry. Late. But then perhaps next winter will be much wetter than normal, yeah. like more stormy. We didn't have any storms this year in the night, I don't think. Really? Like not one, which How is very it, unusual. It's been ages. So when I came here last winter, I came in on the 23rd of December, right before Christmas. Oh, it's miserable. That was last year. And then there was a lot of rain here for like one and a half months. Yeah, it it rained awful. like every day. Really this bad. time, nothing. Nothing, no rain whatsoever. The last time it rained was like maybe in November or something. And, and it, was, it was not, it was not much, it was just a shower. Dare I say, is it climate change? I don't know. Well, maybe a factor. I won't go down that rabbit hole. I, well, but I don't know, man. You've just opened a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's pretty scary to see because when the temperatures are going up to like 45, 46 degrees, yeah. and it, you've got like 90% humidity here, you can't really go outside. It's like, it's like no. that for days. It's, it's stifling. No, it's no. Um, no it, was, it was a bit too much last, last year for me in August, in like, especially in July and August. Yeah, I mean, it's June, I really, June uh, July, August, yeah. really enjoyed the months before, and right now it's ideal. I can imagine this temperature rising by, let's say, up to five degrees, I can I can bear 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 with that, but yeah. I can bear that, but don't don't go higher, please. Yeah, unfortunately, it goes much higher, and the humidity goes up as well, and the wind drops, so it's just yeah. sticky, hot, no Musty. wind. Yeah, you need AC. You can't live without AC. Yeah. You can't do without it. AC is your best friend. Oh yeah. Um, it's crazy hot. I mean, me being from the UK. Oh my not, goodness. Not as, not as cold as where you're from, but well, it's really cold. That's cold. Like, you think it's cold and where I'm from now? No longer that, man. It used to be colder in winter, yeah. but now we don't. In my, in my town, Podjebrady, there used to be some snow at least every now and then in winter. But the, in the latest years, the last few years, it's been quite rare, so... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> it's, a ba it's a bad thing. <laughs> Again, maybe climate. It's, it's the... It's, let's get out. It is the climate change. I think we are drawn deeper into the sea like a magnet, like a moth to a flame or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, Danix is pushing me into the waves. I'm, yeah, I'm practicing my idioms. Yeah, oh, I've, face first. 
This one was, I, yeah, I learned this one from Luke I, when I was, um, I was a guest on his podcast. Uh, we talked about insects, Luke, Luke from Luke's English podcast. And he taught me this phrase, like a moth to a flame. Yeah. So I'm, I'm basically, I'm showing off now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, not many moths here, right? Oh, no, actually there are a few. Not much wildlife in general, really. It's, really? It's I mean, like this, this mm -hmm. time, yeah? Um, it's one thing you know. I mean, this year. You, well, I think in general in Vietnam ah. you don't see much much wildlife. Um, unless, unless you go up you there. Think about it, there's, there's a, a peninsula oh, over there, monkeys, yeah. about five kilometers away from where we are standing right now, and it's full of monkeys. Yeah. Have you been there lately? Um, I went there about uh, six months ago, and yeah. when I lived in Da Nang many years ago, you could go up there on your motorbike, you wouldn't see a single monkey. Really? Now they're everywhere. During Why? COVID, what happened? I think something to do with COVID, they weren't being fed, there was nobody going up there. Somebody, so. somebody vaccinated the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now they've got two heads. No, not really, but eleven they, fingers. And the, they are more sort of like human-like. Very intelligent, yeah. Which he, monkeys are already, already quite human-like, but imagine if, if, you, <laughs> vaccinated if monkeys. you vaccinate monkeys and now they're like friendlier. It's actually a sign, if you go up to one of the, there's a pagoda up there, yeah. Lady Buddha, if you go there, there's a sign on the wall like, with a number you have to call if you've been bitten or scratched by a monkey. Okay, what if they, what if, what if rabies. they steal, what do you do if, and that's quite realistic, what if they steal your phone? What do you do well, then? Try. How do you call you anyone? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Because they do that. I've seen it happen in videos. They're mostly after food. Um, they're very fat. If you go up there, there's a lot of fat monkeys, like. Really? Uh, because they, a lot of tourists go up there and they feed them ice cream and sweets yeah. and chocolate. And of course, monkey quite small, shouldn't really uh, be having sugar. Aren't, they, aren't, aren't these less agile then? Um, less agile, more bloated. <laughs> so, but doesn't, might, doesn't, it, doesn't it mean that I should feed these less? You might, you might be able to catch them, actually, if they grab your phone <laughs> if you're fast enough. <laughs> so, are you, are you telling me that the monkey's no longer... No, no longer eat their bananas, but instead they just, they yeah, just have the ice cream now. They'll eat anything. They'll put anything in their mouth. That's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. <laughs> All right, I did not know that. <laughs> That's uh, what, uh, Is that some kind of first-hand experience or? <laughs> No, every time I go up there, I see monkeys with things in their mouths, just like cameras, phones, yeah, ice cream. I know um, what you mean, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go up there because I, I wouldn't fancy getting bitten by a monkey. they got very sharp teeth, really? quite sharp claws, yeah. Is it like... Get, like hmm. They can like swipe. You know, Is like it a cat. something like, like, a, like a zombie, like a zombie bite or...? Well, I mean, rabies, right? There's a lot of rabies in Vietnam, I believe. Rabies, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, rabies is like a disease. Uh, is, um, it makes you bacteria, like, I think, bacterial disease. Uh, I don't know too much about it. It makes you go a bit crazy, or it does, yeah. Start yeah. foaming at the mouth. What, what if I am crazy already? Does it does it like impact me in any way? Maybe it would do the opposite and sort is you it, right it, out. Isn't it possible that I'm immune already to that? <laughs> or maybe it will, you know like, I mean? it'll, it'll level you out into a more sane state of mind. I see, I see. <laughs> I don't know. It's like an antidote to my to my to my insanity. Okay, now it's everywhere. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, but if you want to see some bloated monkeys <laughs> and, and risk getting your phone stolen, that's the place to go. <laughs>
Alright. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else, Chris? What else haven't we covered today? Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to say, really? Or have we said enough? Well, you know, where should we, where should we go with this? I mean, it's a bit weird to be honest. Like, I'm talking to you like one year, one year later, and a lot has happened here to me. It's yet, not... yet it it flew by so fast. The year, like it's it's like a time slip in Vietnam. Yeah, when like you're an expat, time goes very, very fast. It's like some kind of time rift or something. Yeah. Yeah, like it's drift, time drift, time slip. I don't know what I would call it. I don't but know. It's weird. But the years creep up on you. Yeah, it's it's really weird. But don't they say that when you get older, then it feels like like time time goes faster? Yeah. And they say that. Yeah, I think so. I don't know who, I think but it does. I've heard it before. They say it. Maybe it's the monkeys saying it. <laughs> Going back to the monkeys, yeah, the bloated monkeys. <laughs> Party time. Monkey time. <laughs> Yeah, so we are on our way back, listeners. I mean, if you were here, if this was, for example, a YouTube live, you would be able to ask us some questions and then we could respond. But that's not, that's not the way podcast works, unfortunately. So if you want to ask about anything, you will have, you will have to send us an email. You probably know my email, teach, teachesdanek at gmail.com, I believe it is. Yeah, and... Um, I'll take it from there. If you want to ask Chris something, go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Drop an email to Denek or to, well, yeah, to Denek, and I'm yeah. sure he can pass it on. Any questions about Vietnam, uh, good or bad? I've been here a while, so I can shed some light on. Well, on just, monkeys, not just yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially bloated ones no, with rabies. Yeah. <laughs> but expat life in general. Um, yeah, yeah. If you guys are thinking of moving abroad in Asia. Uh, so what, what about your YouTube channel then? We spoke about your YouTube channel and I know yeah. you were a little bit d down down about that last time because you had been de demonetized. Yeah. yeah, some strange goings on with uh, Expat Nam, my YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Expat Nam. Yeah, I've got a lot of material, famous last words of every YouTuber. I've got a lot of material that hasn't seen the light of day. <laughs> but, but nicely, I, Nicely put. To be, uh, to be quite frank, I'm very busy at the moment with some personal issues and yeah. uh, other things. So, but it's a creative outlet. I really enjoy doing it, and a lot of people. Um, I even met yourself. I met Denik for doing it, yep. and I've met some great people. So I would like to revive it and keep it going. You should. You should. It's still up there. Still on. YouTube. And you're good. At, you're good at it as well. Like those videos were quality, man. Oh, you should. You. you should do something. It's a shame. Yeah, I will. You have to have your project, like everybody needs a project like that. Yeah, you're very true actually. It's yeah. like a, non, you do it for fun, right? So that's the main thing. Yeah, in you your spare In your spare time. It was very much that, just kind of uh, getting things off my chest, giving advice, giving a more of a realistic picture. I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of travel YouTubers do like the 10 best sandwiches or the, yeah. the five best museums. but. I'm someone who likes to try to go a bit deeper with every topic I can think of. Oh, so like you can basically ins instill your personality into that podcast, and yeah. that's what I like about it. You can be whoever you want to be. 
you don't work for anyone, it's just you. Yeah. And you do it your way. And yeah, if there are some listeners. You get some crazy emails. Yeah. And you get well, some really nice emails. You, you have a personality, and I think you do. Then, you know, you will have some people uh, coming along for a ride. So that's the idea. And uh, yeah. uh, it depends how controversial you are. If you are controversial, you will get some nasty emails too, right? Absolutely, and even if yeah. you say like, even if you tell the truth and say it like it is, people yeah, don't like often don't like that. Um, well, you know, yeah. That's the thing, like with your with your YouTube channel. Like, I I remember watching those those videos because, as I told you last year, it helped me decide where I should go as well. Yeah, so. I'm sorry to have <laughs> Sorry to have put you through this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't got the rabies yet, so yeah. it could still be worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's very helpful and but the thing is, Chris 99% of time, Chris has always been positive on his channel, but apparently he said a few bad things about Vietnam. Presumably, even though he was trying to wrap it nicely, because I remember it. But unfortunately, some people didn't like it, yeah? And probably decided to take action against you. I had, uh, well, I've never said anything like, I would say, bad. But like I said earlier, I, well, I, you didn't, I don't sugarcoat it. I tried to tell it yeah. like it is. So. So, so you basically said to people that there, that there are monkeys with rabies on an island here. Yeah, and something like that. Yeah, you know, in Vietnam, people like, they don't like for example, satire is not a thing here. Um, if, and if you like openly, yeah. if you were to say something in a very joking way, you everyone knew you were joking or mock. You cannot mock. You get yeah. into like they, people get the trouble for that. People don't like it. They hate it. Um, yeah. Well, I never really did anything like that. I just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just rode around on my electric bike. I let the, I tried to let the videos do the talking. So obviously I'm talking, but I tried to let the the footage around me show what I'm talking about to back up what I'm saying you know? so I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the trash problem and all the pollution problem yeah, you were basically you can see around me what I'm talking about and you can see videoing it as well I'm not just being nasty this is what it is and no. make up your own mind you know um, yeah, I know what you mean well I was yeah I was I released a video about oh, I forget what it was now my last video um, something about here in the Nang and might have been talking about trash actually and uh, Oh no! A, a fairly well-known Thai YouTuber picked it up and did a voiceover on her channel. Oh yeah! And it got about a million views. You said that, it yeah. went a bit viral. And I didn't realize this, but I then later found out that there's a bit of a rivalry between Thailand and Vietnam. Yeah. And Thailand are very proud. They're very proud that they're a little bit ahead of Vietnam with things like. Wait a minute! Did this YouTuber use it to to um, t um, taint Vietnam or something? Um, Again, in a roundabout way, yes. A bit more of a gloating kind of way to yeah. say, like, look how dirty Vietnam is. That's, Thailand that's, that's gloating, listeners, not bloated. Yeah. Bloating. Yeah? <laughs> bloating bloating, bloating <laughs> is the monkeys are bloated. Gloating is when you're kind of showing off. Yeah, when you're... Yeah, I'm better than you. Bigging yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't mix those two up. Those are minimal pairs. Yeah. Since we are both teachers, yeah, we might as well clarify that. Gloating versus bloating. Yeah. Um, and then there's also floating, but yeah, nothing uh, floating on the on the waves here. Floating? No. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if I if I if 
hope I don't hold on to my recorder. It might be the Sony recorder soon, floating on the on the ocean waves. Yeah, I have to be careful. And then it'll be bloated with seawater. <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to rescue my recorder and the podcast. But so what was I saying? So to wrap that up, I mean, I was I wasn't cancelled by YouTube, but I was I was demonetized which, and which restricted. Which and I wasn't like given a reason. Disrespected, basically, and uh, demotivated, and yeah, it's very much a way to stripped of your rights. And it kind of worked, right? So it did yeah. stop me from making of course. videos. Um, because, because you know why? Because it's hard for anyone to like take a step back in life. You know, yeah. we all want to like grow and get better and get better jobs and get better paying jobs. And nobody wants to take a step back. It's annoying. I mean, it's a. Uh, it happens to me too. It does. I mean, YouTube is a finish finicky thing it's you hear of people getting you know with millions of subscribers well perhaps yeah. not so much millions but hundreds of thousands getting shut down all the time and um and these guys i mean they they put a lot of time and money and effort into it and they have studios they have producers they have yeah. a team of like 10 people and it's it's quite serious you know and youtube will just pull the plug and they won't youtube never give you a reason right yeah you can ask them you can call them up uh, they will not give you a reason they just say that you breached our terms and conditions. They won't tell you which ones. That's all they say. So it's even more frustrating because you can't, you can't make it right. They just decide. And that's it. Yeah, you just have to. That's not fair. That's why I, uh, it's better probably to have a podcast and a YouTube channel at the same time. Yeah. Or at least have a way to, to bring your audience to another place, whether it's. Um, I don't know, it could be a social media profile or anything. What's that word, Rumble, I hear about? Which one? What's called Rumble, I think? Bumble. Rumble, not Bumble. Bumble, Bumble is for dating. Oh, no, Rumble. Rumble. I use Tinder. <laughs> Rumble. It's a, some sort of a, like a more open kind of platform. So no, no censorship. I have no um, idea what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. It's called Rumble. Um, it's like supposed to be a rival to YouTube, and yeah, uh, probably did, didn't succeed much because I don't, I still don't know about it. So. Yeah, um, more yeah. controversial YouTubers on there, but yeah, I was never controversial. So that's never kind of weird, but I don't think I am either. But I'm not afraid to tackle some topics yeah, well, which nice, are which which divide people. Let's say whether yeah. it's war in Ukraine or I've talked about the Israeli-Palestine con conflict. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, yeah. I feel like it's my platform to say whatever I want, but there is there it always has some sort of consequences for my podcast. So there are people who will leave because they simply I, I let them down. Imagine you're listening to someone for a very long time and then a topic which is very important to you yeah. and you feel very strongly about it. And then the person that you, you believe for so long suddenly says something that doesn't is not aligned with you. Yeah, you would probably stop listening to the person because it's like it feels like letdown, betrayal, you know, in a sense. Yeah, uh, it depends how. Yeah, I think it depends. I mean, I know. Yeah, it depends on. Everyone's got different opinions, and you can't expect everyone to have opinions that are aligned with your own. I don't think. But, but at the same time, if if somebody shares your views, then it can strengthen strengthen yeah. that bond as well, in my opinion. So, yeah, it can go both ways. I think most of the time people subscribe and follow people on podcasts or YouTube because yeah. they have similar 
they gel with you in whatever way. Yeah. They have similar kind of birds. Of, birds of feather flock together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Birds of a feather. Like, is it? Mr. Idiom. Is it with uh, birds of a feather flock birds together? Of a, birds of a feather. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Of the feather or a feather? Ah, a feather. Birds of a feather flock feather. together. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. That's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, true. Okay. Chris, I have to say I'm exhausted. I have to wade. I'm literally wading through these waves. Oh God, yeah. yeah, I don't have rabies or anything, but it feels like that. <laughs> and uh, I haven't... The sea is foaming like a rabid mouth. So. I feel like I have accomplished... I, I, there is a huge accomplishment because I haven't dropped the, the recorder into the ocean, which is, which is something I'm literally holding... I have a very firm grip right now, holding onto it. The, the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> In case somebody misunderstands. Misinter misinterprets this. I wonder what that long black tool in your hand is. <laughs> okay, stop it now. So, Chris, it's been wonderful talking to you again. Thanks for catching up with me. A pleasure, Danny. And my listeners. And yeah. uh, I, I sincerely hope that you get back to the creative stuff again because I think you should. I will, yep. Yeah. Uh, you could try something new as well. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about what to try, but uh, yeah. I think it will be. That's all right. Okay, thanks everyone for listening and if this is on YouTube, please give it a like. Thanks and bye. Thanks, Chris. Bye, guys. Catch you later. Take care. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, visit my new website, teachersdenek.com, where you can find out about my speaking group for high-level English learners called the Achievers Chamber and download my free course, Unlocking Your English Potential, Eight Secrets to Fluency. That's teachersdenek.com.